Welcome to the Free Idea Podcast. Today, I want to talk about rich people and celebrities and how I used to idealize them before. So I don't have a concrete way of speaking about it or a written way. So I'm going to freestyle it and let's see where it goes. There was a time when I was super interested in celebrities and, and those who had plenty of money. Because I thought they made it big and they must have something to say, some knowledge that I don't have. Because obviously they have money and I don't. They have millions, other people don't. So these people who are few have something of a secret that nobody else has in their position. Nobody else knows how it happened. Nobody else knows how to do it. And so I wanted to always learn so much about these people, who they are what type of people they are, what do they think, um, just anything about their mind and their actions. I would go to some crazy lengths as to see the seven habits of rich people on YouTube videos and um, podcasts and things like that. You know, well, they wake up at four in the morning, they wake up at five in the morning, they do this before breakfast, they work one hour in their dream and then they go work their job and they respond to emails and blah 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 well all of that is bullshit and it's been years since i've been going to this path and trying out all those advices bullshit just gonna cut it right through no need to copy these rich people there's nothing special about them other than luck and of course they do work and earn what they got but also luck and we're going to talk about luck later, but it plays a big role. It's about being in the right time and the right moment, having the right tools. So people may say that you work to get your luck, and it is true, part of it. But there's people that work very hard, and the luck never shows up. They never get what they always wanted. It happens all the time. If hard work was the only thing that made a person rich, construction workers would be rich pipe people that work in electricity um, people that work in the sun we would be the richest people on earth but we're not that's not how it works anyways let me backtrack before i get into the spiel of luck but i used to look a lot at the celebrities and i learned a lot for sure they do have some similarities as in they are you know what now that i think of it they're not exactly good at managing money a lot of these people who become celebrities, they keep putting out work that keeps working for them. And so they keep earning money, but they're not, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're good with money. They can spend it all in one day, in one week, and then be broke and have to do, to publish more of their work to keep this lifestyle of spending. And it's a circle. So they're not necessarily good with money. But they are good by getting people's attention, let's say. Strange, strange, strange. But <laughs> it's a bit of a, of a tough thing to talk about without a, an order. So I want to talk about this uh, now. There were celebrities that I always look up to. You know, I wanted to be like them or wanted to copy them. Or I just look for them for information, knowledge. Um, but I, what, what I've been realizing lately is that people with a lot of money are very out of touch 
with the reality of today, out of touch with the people's problems. It just sounds common as the people's problems, but yeah, the average person who has a job, who needs to have a job to pay the bills, basically, who is not their own boss. It's it's so easy to be out of touch, I get it. I don't blame them for it, but I always thought these people were just people like me, that, you know, they work hard, got lucky, they made it big, and then they always remembered who they were they always tried to be humble and such and such and i thought you know they're just like me and they're doing exactly what i would do if i had money and maybe that is true but i do realize that there comes a point in which they get so used to it that they get out of touch and it's part of a complaint that i have here but i gotta give an example I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast quite a lot and I probably listen to all the episodes. <laughs> he has so many, a thousand, eight hundred something. I listen to for sure a thousand at least. And something that I started noticing is that I always thought, you know, he's always on the news. He's always current. Uh, the people who are the guests always bring in a lot of information that is current and Blah, blah, blah. I like to learn about that. And it came to a point that I started looking at this podcast as a source of news. Which, of course, it's, a wrong, it's the wrong thing to do because it's not a news podcast. I should look at news podcasts, which is what I do now. But that's what I used to do. And I came to the realization that Joey is out of touch. Very much so. And when I started looking into the internet about this opinion, like, let's see who has the same opinion that I do. A lot of people had that same thought, but it was five years ago, four years ago. People had realized this a long time ago. It took me a long time to do it, but they did. They did. They were saying, you know, he's out of touch since he got into the Fear Factor show and... And I, I realized this maybe around after COVID 2022. Yeah. When they were making some jokes about somebody earning $50 and Joe said, wow, what can you buy with that? Not even a sandwich or like barely a sandwich. And I'm thinking, mm, nope, you can definitely buy a lot of stuff with $50. I mean, it would help me a lot in groceries and I could even go to a restaurant and take my girl out for $50 <laughs> and it's going to be a good experience you know we're not going to be holding back and there were other things that like eating meat all, all day long of course he hunts um, but he has the money to hunt okay let's be honest he has the time or makes the time but he has the money to rent whatever vehicle whatever guns whatever time space in his schedule to Go ahead and do these things. Uh, you know, the thing is, I always thought that's normal. If I was him, if I had that type of money, I would do something similar. Uh, and it is true, but the fact is that he's been falling off the the realm of, of being someone I can, um, I wouldn't say connect with, but feel like we're two people in the same world. He's definitely living in a 
different lifestyle than I do. And another point of mine is that he has not talked about inflation whatsoever. And you can hear my cat on the talking to his people. <laughs> but he has not talked about inflation. Uh, he stays away now from the COVID stuff and stays away from the war in Russia, which I get it because he got into trouble for so many things. But to not talk about inflation, eesh, that's a bit tough to me. A bit tough, a bit tough. When somebody, inflation is everywhere right now. Um, it's in the everyday life. It's in the gas prices. Uh, I'm hoping that he has talked about the gas prices, but I don't really think he has. And I don't understand why even his guests have not talked about gas prices or inflation, groceries, eggs going up, milk going up in price. And this is where my realization came very strong that we're living in two different worlds. We're not the same. And he already got used to a lifestyle. Not only that, his guests have also gotten used to a certain lifestyle where inflation doesn't affect them or grocery prices or gas. Because it's a few dollars up and for them those few dollars is minimal. And it gets me angry, unfortunately, even though I know it's their life. I have my life, you know. I don't have to mm, criticize them because I don't gain anything at all. <laughs> Nothing at all, really. But it put me, it humbled me, and it put me in a different perspective where I saw these celebrities and these famous people and these millionaires higher up. Not like a god, but like somebody who knew something that people didn't know. Um, who work hard, as, as the saying goes. And they create their own log and blah, blah, blah. It put me in a different perspective. It really did. It really did. And I can't make up what it is yet in my head. It just goes through my head over and over and over. This person is not having the same issues as I am. This person is not going through the same world as I am. Not the same fears. Not the same issues. It's common sense for many people. And even I knew this. But I still had some glimmer in me of being like, well, but, you know, he used to live like me at one point, didn't he? I mean, he was, he didn't, he wasn't always the boss. He was at one point a worker. He was at one point a person whose dreams were out of reach. Um, somebody who was working towards those dreams. And blah, 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 blah. For now, I want to use him as, as an example because it's what I spend most of my time on. And I still do. I still watch his videos and I still listen to his podcast. Uh, sorry, he did. Yeah, to his video podcast. Uh, but I do it now with a different perspective that whatever they're going to talk about, I'm not going to relate. And I do it now for a pure entertainment, either just to pass the time or when he does bring up a guest that I am going to be interested, something that I can learn some knowledge, uh, maybe like a scientist or. Uh, just somebody with a podcast that is a very interesting person to listen to. I do sometimes when they talk about a politics problem or issue, you know, I listen. It's very nice to have this, this information. So uh, I'm not stopping to listening to his podcast. I'm not really angry, <laughs> but I have realized that we are 
in very different situations. And it's not just like the situation of he's rich, I have this much money, he has this much money. It's the situation of I'm afraid of, you know, the eggs going up in price and the gas going up in price. And he is afraid about this political new rule in the government or this other thing happening with a politician in another country or government conspiracies, right? I'm over here worrying that the milk is used to be $3.50 and now it's $4.20. <laughs> I don't have time to worry about government theories, okay? I gotta pay my groceries. How every week, instead of $150, it becomes $200 a month. Uh, when when I was a student, I could survive on $20 a week. And now I think I need, a, like, just crushing it, it's $50 a week. Maybe I haven't done it in a long time. But I could be wrong about that, too, you know? I'm also out of touch with how I used to be in college, how frugal I used to be. So I understand that the out-of-touchness happens, and it's a natural part of having a different lifestyle. But, you know, that brings me to another topic in psychology is well-known. We used to get, uh, we get used to the lifestyle that we have, but uh, I'm sorry, the, the lifestyle in psychology that I was talking about, I think, is the hierarchical pyramid of needs where there's a pyramid uh, let me look it up hierarchical pyramid of needs it's just so i can read it well there we go but basically what it is it's a step-by-step thing once you take care of this thing about your human needs then you can go up to the next need and then to the next and to the next it's a pyramid that goes up and you know so in psychology i'm gonna read it here from the website but we have five needs, according to Maslow, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, hierarchy, psychological, safety, belonging, uh, slash social connections, then self-esteem and self-actualization. I would say Joe is already at the self-actualization, which is the top. The, and I'm, uh, I'm somewhere in the safety, uh, just the second step. So basically, it means that for a human to go up in, like, the things that worry the person, he needs to have certain things taken care of before he starts worrying about the next problem, which is me. Like, I'm worrying about groceries and gas, and Joe is worrying about politics. It's very different. So basically, your basic needs, which is the psychological, is you got to have food, and sleep. If you don't have any of those two, you won't have time to worry about what another country is doing because you don't care. You want food and you need a bed. If you don't have a place to stay, you don't. You may even don't care uh, what gas costs because you don't even have a car to worry about the gas. You gotta worry about not being out in the rain or in the hot sun all day and waking up with spider bites. <laughs> so basically, before even so here it says basic needs and then you go to safety needs even then if you're worrying about food you cannot worry too much about your safety of course it's it's you'll worry about it but you wouldn't be worrying um too much about having a roof over your head if your belly is rumbling you're gonna worry about going to the next 7-eleven or gas station 
little store to go buy something. You're going to be worrying about how to get at least a dollar so you can buy a not even a chocolate bar anymore in these days, right? Just to be a dollar. Now it's like a dollar fifty. <laughs> there you go, inflation. Anyways, uh, but at that point, you probably don't even worry about inflation. You're just like, I need some money and I need to feed my belly. After that comes the safety needs. I'm looking here. It's uh, employment, but it's security of body, resources, uh, family, health, and property again of course then it goes to belonging and social connection this is where you start looking at your friendships family and sexual intimacy after you get all that after you get it safe with a family you know you're safe you're well fed then you can start working on your self-esteem how do i feel am i happy am i depressed am i this blah 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 so here some of the examples are uh, confidence, achievement, the respect of others, and blah 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 blah. Okay, so just just your self-esteem, your confidence, um, nothing too crazy. And once you feel good with yourself, or at a point that you're comfortable with yourself, then you can go to the top of the top of the pyramid called self-actualization. When you actually start asking questions that that don't do anything really to solve any of the other needs. Uh, some of the examples here, moral, morality, creativity, spontaneity, problem solving, lack of prejudice, acceptance of facts, blah, blah. But to me, self-actualization sounds like when you start asking questions about the sky, you know, when you start asking questions about what is love nowadays, what is a woman? <laughs> I don't think a hopeless guy cares about what is a woman or whatever is going on with today's sex stuff um, so that's it that's it once you have all your needs then you have all the time in the world to worry about ideas thoughts and, and here mm -mm. well and that's the pyramid explained in the longest way possible <laughs> as the pyramid and so um, this is where we differ a lot, you know. Joe is on his self-actualization and probably beyond that because he has everything taken care of for him. You know, has family, good health, and uh, good self-esteem. He's making good money. And now uh, he's, uh, he probably has done a lot of self-actualization. Like his podcast is just all self-actualization, his thoughts, uh, talking about uh, whatever is going on in the, in the world. That doesn't have anything to do with any of the other bottom layers. And that is normal. That's where I want to go to. It is a normal thing, even though it makes me angry that he's out of touch. Because uh, I used to look up to him as a person that, you know, that you can... I still miss the word. Sort of connect with. Like, understand each other's problems. I hate me. He maybe understands my problems, but doesn't really, you know, feel them. He knows what it is to be in this situation, but it's been so long ago that maybe those same emotions are not well remembered deep inside. And I'm using him as an example, but I could be using anyone who is who has been in this situation for a long time. You know, a president 
in the U.S., a politician that has served a lot of uh, years, um, a, a owner of a company that has been there for 10 or so years. It happens. A YouTuber who has been doing that for the past nine years. A, another YouTuber who blah, 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 blah. The list goes on. Anybody who has been in a lifestyle for too long, this tends to happen. Now, it is also normal for a person to want to achieve all these five pillars. You know, we all want our needs. Uh, we all want safety. We all want to be loved. We all want to feel confident about ourselves or be eh, okay-ish happy. And we all want to have time to just chill and ponder and look at the clouds and think whatever, right? And we do have all these things. We can have all these things in one day by living in your own lifestyle that it's not uh, like a millionaire lifestyle. You can have in a sh you can take a shower and be self-actualizing. You can be having thoughts um, that are beyond your needs. And you can have a really good life and be on a vacation. And then you're hungry for too long, don't know where to go to eat. And you go back to your, all you care is about food. You don't care about anything. You don't want to listen about anything. Uh, you just want to find a restaurant and something to buy food and eat. Or, or a little you know, gas station store. And... That's, that's what's been on my mind for a long time. And I've been trying to figure out how to speak about this. I wanted to talk about it for five minutes. But honestly, I've been full of work. Just my job itself is tiring, exhausting. And I come home, I got to prepare for the next day. And I don't have time to be doing this, really. I don't have the energy to be doing this. Today is my lucky day and I took my chances. I woke up. I slept so early today, uh, thanks to Charlene, I was able to do that. And then I was able to wake up just on my own. I couldn't go back to sleep, so I said, okay, let me prepare my breakfast. Let me prepare my lunchbox for work. And hey, I have about an hour to do something. Maybe this is finally my golden opportunity to, you know, have no excuses. Go ahead and do it. The podcast, I've been... Uh, staying away from it for about a month and a half and I really wanted to do it again well that's one thing rich people now I'm done with this topic I want to move on to looking up to them and luck hard work versus luck special human beings this is wrong they're not special uh, there's people that have told me there's this one person who opened my eyes when he spoke to me he said what do you think about rich people now that you go to their homes all all the time uh, i said they're normal they're they're people and then he said that's right that's right they're normal people but i understand why everybody in the u.s idolizes them so much they think of them as these people being higher and when you go there <laughs> they just live like normal people I mean they behave like normal people and this is the thing that my job has helped me open my eyes I do services for all kinds of people right and here and then I tend to do a service in a millionaire's home 
I meet the person, I talk to to the person, and then I also walk inside the home. And I do realize certain things of different classes of people. I, I do realize patterns in their decoration, in their space, how they treat it, um, but also how they behave towards someone like me who is just there to doing a service. And I can tell you there is no, absolutely no difference. It's so strange. But the way they treat you, like as a person that goes there to do a service, you get all types of people in all these brackets of money. Uh, I cannot really tell you that uh, this, the, the rich behave a different way than the medium and the medium different than the poorer. No, they, you have both, you have all sides, you know, you have the asshole, you have the, the kind one, you have the silent one, the weird one, and they're all over the place. I don't see a pattern there. I do see a pattern in their lifestyle, but that's common sense because they can afford it or they cannot. Anyways, where I was going is that they are normal people and, you know, sometimes they're less qualified than you may think. I'm not going to tell you how I know this, but you can trust me that they don't look as qualified as you may believe. They're not. Like, there's some people that don't have much money that are qualified for sure to do that particular job the rich person is doing the problem is luck and there we go again luck hard work plays a role but it has a limit you can only work so hard you can only um craft something so well but then you have to try to sell it and now whether you sell it or not could be criticized as to you're not putting yourself out there enough. But sometimes you are putting yourself out there quite a lot. And it's not working out. And then one person makes one product, let's say a TikTok video, right? Puts it out there and becomes instantly famous by the sheer luck. Uh, this happens to people that get into YouTube. Uh, I know people who have tried, and me, myself, and TikTok. Uh, there's people that put videos every week or every month expecting it to work because other people have done that. Rich people, celebrities now, have done it that way. And so you try to copy their style. You say, okay, if I keep putting something every week, if I put something every month, if I put one thing a year but it's super high quality, somebody's going to pick it up. I just got to advertise it and blah, blah, blah. Nope, no luck. 20 views. Somebody who puts a half-assed video, random, I don't know, 5 minutes, 20 seconds, doesn't matter the time, just all of a sudden gets all these views. And then once they get all this attention, all these views, they just keep producing whatever they did and that got them that luck. And they try to copy it and copy it. And oftentimes it doesn't work. But they keep trying, keep trying until they finally hit it again. But they already had the audience to make it big. They already had the attention, their name uh, spoken about, their their profile advertised further by the people who watched the video and commented and shared. So, yes, they got lucky. Then they work hard to keep that luck. And then hopefully they hit the gold pot again. 
Sure. But what about the person that has been working hard for so long, only has a few views, and just doesn't work out for some reason? Even though, and we see this sometimes in YouTube, finding a video that is really good and it only has like a thousand subscribers or you find a channel that has many videos that are full of quality content and then you find in the comments wow you're so underrated i can't believe you don't have a hundred thousand subscribers I, i can't believe how you don't have a million views yet it happens why because luck <sighs> and this is the, the thing people do talk about luck that i've I've read books of authors criticizing this phenomena of luck. Um, there's a book called The Outliers. Uh, there's, I think they mention about working for 10 years and then you'll achieve overnight success. Then there is another book, I think, uh, I can't remember the name. Fuck Yourself or something. It has, it has a fuck word in there, <laughs> part of the title. Um, unfuck yourself this author talks also about luck uh, but I unfortunately can't remember how he criticizes it and then I've heard people on podcast uh, on the Joe Rogan uh, criticizing you know like you make your own luck you work hard and that's how it comes um, there's all types of beliefs in luck but to me I feel like we have to be honest As much as you work hard, as much as you try to create this luck, uh, sometimes you still, you're unlucky. It won't happen. There's a, let's say, let's just put a random number, one in a thousand, that you'll be lucky, right? Well, there's also one in a thousand that you won't be lucky. And maybe that's you. Maybe that's, that's going to happen to you. You're going to be the one in a thousand people that works every day, Uh, does everything right, advertises their product, speaks to friends, goes out there every day when it's rainy, um, nothing stops you, and you're unlucky. Nothing happens to you. That is also true. It can happen according to statistics, right? If one in a thousand people will get lucky, let's say one in a thousand people will get unlucky. Happens. And uh, why do I say this, really? How does this help you as a listener to understand that luck plays a big role? I think it helps with feeling sad or bad and depressive about your situation. When something doesn't work out and you'll be trying so long and you feel like giving up. I don't have to tell you, but it's okay to give up. It is really okay to give up, try something different. Uh, follow a different path, maybe just complete uh, change, which is something that I've done many times. And I could criticize myself on many points as to maybe I didn't work hard enough here, maybe I didn't advertise enough, maybe I didn't share it enough, and I could keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on. Sorry, I'm looking at my cats, they're making noise. I, I could keep looking at criticizing, right? doing that but damn i lost my train of thought this cuts wait a moment i'm gonna stop this and i'm back hopefully that doesn't mess it up 
Uh, lost my train of thought. Anyways, it's okay to change what you're doing. I've done it plenty of times. I used to uh, write on Quora. I used to do YouTube videos. I used to do TikTok videos. I used to do... Um, well, now I'm doing podcasts. I have changed many times trying to achieve that success. And honestly, at this point, I've given up. I really have. And somebody may ask, well, why am I still doing podcast if you've given up? Because I have to explain, I gave up on trying to achieve success and money. Although, unfortunately, at the same time, I'm hoping to get lucky by putting a podcast every day and doing all the right things. So essentially, I haven't given up, but inside I have. It's the thing of somebody telling you, don't think of a pink elephant and you're going to think about it. I want, I want to say I gave up, but I know deep inside I wish I could still make it. And I, I feel it's, it's a normal thing of everybody. But let's just say this. I just... Whoops. Wait a moment. <laughs> oh boy. How many times did this has to happen? Uh, it's like 5.30 in the morning. So you've heard cats. You've heard my alarm. <laughs> which I left in the room and I just woke up surely. I'm uh, sorry. Anyways. Um... I forgot where it was, something about accepting. Yeah, I just accepted the fact that luck plays a huge role and that I'm not going to control my success. I don't. All I can do is just keep doing my, you know, chasing it. And if it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. It's a better way to put it. I have, I have accepted the fact that I, that I will never achieve success. And, you know, if I do, I'll be very happy. I'll be elated, I'll be swimming in money, and I'll be getting out of touch with everybody else. <laughs> but until then, I don't think so. Until then, I'm just going to do this podcast because I enjoy it. I'm just going to treat it as such, as a hobby, as a thing that if somebody wants to listen to, I'm happy and I hope that you learn something from it. At the same time, I want to talk about things that make me happy make me be interested even in what i'm saying what the reason i've been of putting this podcast for so long is that i've been overthinking it i've been trying to do fit five minute speeches and i did it once for fun but then i tried to keep it up and it's unfortunately the feeling of perfection that doesn't allow me to work on it because it has to be five minutes it has to be perfect and i don't even try it. i don't even start it it's a strange thing that i know a lot of people go through when when you want to do something perfect you just cannot accept anything less and so you know that it will be bad when you start it you don't even try to start it so now i say you know what Let's not do that, please. Let's just give up on that idea. Let's treat it just like a podcast should be. Just random talking. And sometimes I think this podcast is just for me. Because <laughs> I'm not advertising it anymore. I do like to tell my friends to listen to it. 
but I like to tell them to listen to a certain episode that I've worked for or that I've thought about. Uh, I don't advertise them. Hey, look at my random video babbling that I'm not too proud to advertise to family. Anyways, let's change topic. So let's do a, a review. I talk about rich people getting out of touch, not having the same issues as us. I've talked about celebrities being just normal people who got very lucky. Uh, I talked about all the criticisms of luck and hard work and about my podcast and my situation right now. Is there anything else to talk about? For sure there is. Can I think about it? <laughs> no, <laughs> I cannot think about it. So I'm going to change topic completely and tell you what's on my mind. I've been working this job as a bit, bit, uh, bug control, uh, pest control. Yeah, I don't even know where I work. I, uh, kill bugs for a living <laughs> and I keep homes safe from bugs. And something I've learned from that is that no matter how much money you have, you don't like bugs. Uh, no, no matter where you live, if you live poor, rich, middle, nobody wants to see a roach in their kitchen uh, or a rat walking around their home or a spider on your bed or sleeping with bed bugs, which is most much worse once you find them. I'm pretty sure there's people who do that, but in all brackets of money, you can find both. I have to... Uh, the noise of my cats. I have to discipline them every time they make noise. Just and just gotta make another noise to them. Like, hey, get out of there. Making noise next to me. Now, if I was rich, I would have a room special for this recording. But I don't. And I have two cats. <laughs> well, well, well. Yeah, I treat bugs for a living. It's fun. Um, I work out every day basically just by doing my job because I have to go uphill houses, downhill. Um, I have to carry backpacks full of liquid. And this is a four-gallon backpack that when you weight it, I don't even know how much it weighs, but four gallons of liquid weights a lot more than you think. It's um, somewhere around 20 pounds. Uh, let me actually look that up. How much? How much does a... Four gallon weight. God damn. Just one gallon weights 8.33 pounds or 3.78 kilograms at room temperature. Really? So does it change weight if it's hot or cold? If it's ice? I don't know. But let's say about. 8.33 pounds and I carry four of those and then you do a multiplication of four by eight so about 32 because 8 plus 8 is 16 and 16 plus 16 yeah 32 so about 32 give or take a few more pounds I carry on my back while walking uphill downhill going through trees uh, stepping over rocks, stepping over decorations, dodging bees, wasps, I mean, bees don't care, uh, wasps do, <laughs> they're territorial, 
and they fly and one of them slapped me in the face but thankfully they didn't sting me just slapped me and then I killed their entire family after that anyways um yeah that's I pretty much do exercise every day and then I'm out in the hot sun I need to put some blog every two hours which I don't do but I should do <laughs> I come home with a sunburn on my neck on my forehead on my cheeks if I wipe with a towel it hurts the point is it's quite an extreme job really I walk every day and I do exercise every day and I'm noticing the results I'm really losing weight I'm building muscle and I'm building cardio or resistance um, it's pretty nice really very very nice he has changed my perspective a lot on exercise itself I I used to think you know go to the gym go run out there go take a walk blah 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 now I think go get a job that uh, does something physical it's better it really is I see people walking in the street uh, running and I think mm -mm, nope I tried that for years and I never saw any like if I saw results it's probably maybe a few months later and then I quit because it's just so painfully boring and painful to just be running for no reason now I tell you running because the wasps are chasing me is fun <laughs> running because I just hit their nest and I get to run <laughs> it is really fun to do that uh, how about running because I have to speed up because I'm gonna be late to the next client but I have to run with a you know 32 pound backpack on mm. it's painful but not as painful as just running mindlessly for 30 minutes in the sun that's a bit funner um, how about uh, hiking just looking at trees and birds and heat, feeling the heat mm, boring how about doing that but shooting with a gun at people homes ah, fun <laughs> I'm shooting liquid, but it looks like a long rifle. So sometimes I have fun. And I, I, I shoot the wall, and I, I look at a bug, and I shoot the bug, and I'm like, hey, you're going to die in 20 minutes. I'm God. You, <laughs> you, will, feel, you will feel this chemical. It is what it is, okay? I don't feel bad for the bugs. I don't. Now I understand villains in movies where they're like, I'll squash you like a bug. <laughs> I don't feel a joy either. I just feel like it is what it is. Okay, it's my job. People don't want you here. I mean, I know this is your nature, but this is their house. You know, you gotta, you gotta learn some way. Wish we could teach you, but we can't. You gotta learn by death. <laughs> gotta stop with those jokes. So it's fun to do exercise uh, while doing pest control. Basically, I'm just going around homes and um, spraying this liquid and of course in a professional manner but you know here and there I see a spider crawling and and then I see it fall and it gives me joy I can see my work finally working which is another thing that I like about it is uh, I've been studying a master's uh, let me just say what I like I can see results right away I used to do a lot of things that don't show results right away. Uh, graduating from high school takes years. And after you graduate, then you go to college. It takes more years to get your degree. That's a, that's a very, very long waiting time for seeing results to get your degree. 
and then after you finally get this piece of paper then you go apply for jobs and hopefully you get lucky with a job then again uh, it takes a lot longer to see the results and then you don't get the job that you want because you're just starting as people say so then again you have to wait and keep working for a few years and hopefully you'll go up the ladder and hopefully then you'll land that job that you like but most likely you won't you will like land something that it's mid-tire it's okay-ish and once more you wait and so you're always postponing but this smart brainy thing of studying and getting degrees is a very slow process of seeing your work do something for you even when you turn in a paper it still takes a month or a week to be graded or to be put in the final grade and that's it just got used to work never showing up its results fast it takes so long and I know the listener knows what I mean I know so I'm gonna leave it at that now as a pest control I'm spraying liquid you know people tell me oh I have this problem with spiders okay cool I go out I see the eggs I see the spider webs I take them out next time I come back they say oh I don't know what you did but you know whatever you did we have less spiders now and I'm like hey that's good Okay, that maybe takes a little bit longer to see the results, but it's quicker than a college degree. Then, sometimes I have quicker results. Uh, somebody says, you know, I have this problem with crickets in my yard. They're entering my home. I go in, and sure enough, oh, yes, it is a problem. Mm -hmm. There's 10 crickets in the front door. There's 10 more in the back, and they're just <laughs> 15 laying around in random spots. <laughs> and they're alive. And we don't want that. So I go there and I treat the whole yard and the house inside and out. And by the time I'm done, I'm already looking at crickets on the floor, walking weird, or pretty much fighting for their life. Uh, which unfortunately they can't. They're not going to get out of. But I look at those crickets on the floor. Customer is happy. Customer says, thanks, my problem is getting solved at the moment. And I can go happily. Like, wow, I did something. Like, somebody had a problem. I came in, same day delivery. <laughs> the issue is solved and that that's a different joy that's a joy that i always wanted and something that i always thought about construction workers or anybody who does any type of craft you can see your work pay off right away and you can tell when your work is finished uh, often office jobs you don't know when your job is over because there's always something else to do and it deals with a computer, something electronic, <clears throat> or blah, 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 you gotta say, right? But the computer is the media. You never know when it's done. You could always keep going. If you had the ability to stay awake 24 hours without a single pain, you would, and you would still not be finished. But anything craft-related, you can tell when it's not finished. Like, oh my god, look, there's a scorpion in its life. Hmm. Well, I'm not done with my job, am I? <laughs> Gonna spray it. Well, well, look, it's diet now. I think my job here is done. <laughs> you can tell right away. At construction, at whatever you're building or digging, you can tell when the hole is not deep enough and when you're gonna dig it some more. Whatever, it goes with every other, uh, every other job. Also, something I like about this is that when it's over, it's over. 
you know, I don't get calls uh, on my phone or emails, and I certainly don't get the thought that that dreading that I'm gonna go back tomorrow and I missed something yesterday. I missed uh, talking to someone or turning in uh, something because I didn't have enough time and now I'm gonna have to make up for it. Nope, 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 nope. I don't have to worry about tomorrow ever. Maybe if I have a big, uh, a big thing, a big house that I have to do, a big work that is going to take me four hours, then I do worry about it. But it's more like dreading about it. It's like, oh my God, oh, tomorrow I'm going to be working four hours in the hot sun where there's absolutely not a single shade. And so that I do dread. But thankfully, it's as far as it goes. <laughs> Just dreading the pain. Oh, it's going to be so hot in the sun tomorrow. Uh, but that's it. That's it. Just I'm going to have to protect myself, get ahead, get a good sunblock, keep reapplying it. And my that's as far as I can go with my issue. Sorry, my cats are playing on the table. Something that I've been disciplined in disciplining them for a while good slap in the ass they learn but uh they're cats so cats do what they want and i'm gonna keep slapping them <laughs> if i catch them but they get smart they get smart if i look at them on the table they know what they're doing and they just get down and if i try to chase them uh, they will run and hide behind sofas and such where i don't reach them those smart little creatures, you think they're dumb, but they're not. They understand how to get away with problems. Anyway, so, um, yeah, I give you that good good thing, good thought, give it a thought. You know, jobs that are crafty, you can see when your work is not done, you can see it when it's finished, and you don't have any homework at the end, unless you want to, really. You want to keep learning, uh, blah, 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 but it's up to you. You can sleep sound and safe. You don't have homework to turn in. You don't have uh, emails or uh, reports to do. Just gotta do what you gotta do. Plus, plus. And now, I've been thinking about changing jobs only because of money, really. Only because of money. I've been told that people with a master's degree can make up to 90000 And then I get excited. I feel like I want to apply to a job like that. And then I think, you know what? That requires luck. Because I was applying for jobs for six months and nobody cared to give me a job. I have a master's degree, a psychology degree. Perhaps it's the way that I made my resume, so I changed it. In fact, I made four resumes, different, uh, each specific to the, to the work that I wanted to do. You know, one for office work, one for school work, one for managing jobs. And then I made one just for physical jobs. And let me tell you what, I got a job right away for the physical job. And I had to lie immensely. I had to say, I don't have a degree. I only have a high school diploma. And I put like maybe two types of uh, work experiences that were, one was four years ago. And the other one was like six years ago. Like even, it was so, so bad. And yet somebody, there was people that was interested in it and hired me right away. And, you know, I took it because I had to. 
and it's almost been about five months and I'm still working that job and I found joy in it you know it is a fun job there's positives to look at there are negatives of course as any other job but the negatives do not add weight you know the rest <laughs> so it's a good job you know and I like this company they treat their employees good something that I really enjoy that they do is that they do a reward hard work um, you know how in every job if you work more and you finish it early they give you more work you know that if you do the work of somebody I mean you finish your work they give you the work of somebody else to finish as well and then you get paid and this is an insult the same as if you just didn't do that yeah there's advices like if you ever at a job just give your 70% never your 100 never because they're gonna expect that and they're gonna once you give your 100 they're gonna give you more work so now you have to push yourself 110% for same salary that's I agree with that I really do I really do but in this company is not the case and I'm so thankful if you work really hard like you go fast towards your uh, services you finish them on you can really finish early and you can go home about two hours earlier imagine that now it's not often the case because they do realize this and then they start giving you more work the next day and so now you have so much work that there's no way you're gonna finish it early <laughs> instead you're gonna finish late okay but here's the thing even if you finish late you do get paid more because they give you more work and more work equals more money in here because we get we get our base pay and commission and it's not a tricky one because there's so many jobs that are tricky and i hate it they give you a base pay of two dollars uh, like uh, restaurant servers right two dollars salary an hour and then you earn your let's say slash commission tips and then you make a lot of money but they get you there in the two dollar salary no not this one this one gives you at least more than 17 dollars an hour and then you get commission on top of that so it's like you get you get a living wage plus extra pretty good pretty good so if they give me uh, so here's the thing i won i finish all my jobs i finish all my work for the day maybe i finished early i just give them a call and say give me more work and they will and you know what i'm gonna get more money from that work of course it's also good for the company they get more money but i like the fact that they reward me for that which many don't do uh-uh nope i like this so yeah even if you finish all your work and your coworker doesn't and your coworker needs an easier day because you know we're we're all different really some some people can push it hard some don't and that's okay so they will take some work from that person give it to you as any job does but you will get paid for that extra work you will get paid that commission that you earn so that's the thing that's the thing about this job they do reward they do reward it they do <clears throat> and you can also ask to work on weekends and you can also ask to work a full day because we normally do half day 
but so you can that thing is there's always work okay and you can choose to that lifestyle if you want or you can choose a more chill lifestyle of just the average schedule okay anyways <laughs> i have a master's degree okay listen to me i have a master's degree and i'm doing this <laughs> i'm spraying for bucks i used to make jokes that you would need a master's degree one day to wipe windows on a skyscraper because you had to calculate the speed of the wind calculate the angle at which you move your brush <laughs> just just a joke but i ended up living my own joke i have a master's degree in business management let's say uh psychology and and i'm doing what killing bugs <laughs> hey let me keep this joke going i have to measure the chemical i have to measure the <laughs> the water ratio <laughs> i do have to measure the wind speed as i spray this thing so it doesn't blow back into my face i mean but let's be honest all this is like something anybody out of high school can do <laughs> you don't need a master's you don't but uh it is what it is okay it is what it is i'm enjoying my job it's fun i am looking at myself each day getting healthier i have gotten into a a stricter diet i've gotten into protein shakes um i see the results really i'm still as fat as always actually i wait the same as always i wait but my fat has uh, gone to other places or maybe become muscle i can see it not all my fat is in my stomach anymore and not all of it is in my love handles you know i do see my chest growing my arms my legs have grown a lot from carrying that huge ass 30 pound backpack every day like oh my god that's so good and that's like i'm getting paid for it i'm getting paid to go exercise i'm getting paid to take care of my body however i gotta say i'm not really getting paid to do that you know it's the way i take it it's the way i do it I mean, there's all types of bodies in my work area. <laughs> there's all types. <laughs> they are super thin. They are super size. Uh, it is what it is. Okay, it's a personal. It's a personal thing. Whatever you want to do, however you want to take this job, and they all do their job greatly. No matter what their weight is, no matter how they look, it's all sacrifices here and there. I sacrifice my time a lot in order to keep this lifestyle of good eating and also my lady sacrifices her time and energy a lot for it um and some people cannot do that so they have to maybe sacrifice their health to work hard every day they have to uh, purchase food that is already prepared but that it's you know less healthy and stuff wait wait a moment i have some cat business to attend to and i'm back i mean I do have a lot to say, a lot to talk about, but I'm going to leave it there. I like doing this. It was very fun and it is what it is, okay? Now what I'm going to do is finish this podcast recording and I'm going to publish it today. It's 6 a.m. about a few minutes before I have to go to work. I Hopefully I get it done today or I'm just going to have to leave now. All right, thank you. Love you all. Bye-bye.